Welcome to Navi Tales. Wow, that was a fucking bubble and a half. Hi, welcome to Navi Tales. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And he's judgmental. <laughs> and today we are doing Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess in celebration of Hyrule Warriors coming out. Yeah. Because this is again. a Zelda game with a story. Yeah, again. <laughs> The remake master ultimate deluxe edition with Knuckles. <laughs> I wish Knuckles was in it. <laughs> Instead, we got Linkle. Um, but we thought we would tackle something Zelda related for the re release of Hyrule Warriors on the Switch. So today we are doing Twilight Princess. Um, yeah. I've never played this game. We can just move past this. I thought you did. No, it's the one of the only Zelda games I've never played. I have played it. I uh, I've played Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, no, I think this is one of the only Zelda games I haven't played. I I don't know why. When I saw the magazine for it, it was like, look at this cool edgy Link, who's also a werewolf. And I went, ooh, that's right up my alley. Ooh, I'm edgy and want to be a wolf. And then never fucking played it. <laughs> so that is actually a pretty good summation of just how I play video games and go through life. Oh, I really like that thing. And then just never play and it. And then just never do it. Yep. <laughs> like, or like people go, Josh, you would really like this. And you're like, yeah, you're right. And then just never play it. Mm-hmm. So, Twilight Princess starts out in Ordon Village, a small town located on the outskirts of Hyrule proper. Here, a young boy named, uh, unsurprisingly, Link, lives a simple life working as a ranch hand. One day, he is asked by Russell, sure, to deliver the Ordon Sword and Ordon Shield as gifts for the royal family of Hyrule for the Hyrule Festival. However, on the very day he's supposed to make the delivery, hostiles appear in the Spirit Spring, where Ilya... Epona and Colin are. Wow, that guy's got a name. <laughs> These monsters kidnap the children of the village. Ilya, Colin, Mallow, Tallow, and Bath. Um, these monsters also take the horse Epona. Link is knocked out, and soon almost the entirety of Hyrule is covered in twilight. When he regains consciousness and runs to the bridge, he finds a large dark wall. A shadow beast's arm bursts through the wall and pulls him through the wall. However, the power of the Triforce symbol on Link's hand makes the creature drop Link. Link turns into a wolf, passes out, and is taken to the dungeons of Hyrule Castle by another monster. Inside the dungeons of Hyrule Castle, he meets the strange Minda, uh, a member of the Twily race. After oh, that's how you say <clears throat> that. I was looking at Twily, Twily, or Twilly. I was leaning towards Twilly because it was fun to say. I mean, I might be wrong. I don't know if it's Twilly, but... It might be Twilight. I don't. I don't actually remember. They don't say it. It's a Legend of Zelda game. Oh yeah, you're right. It's only well, because. No, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> the Breath of the Wild's the first one that's voiced. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. After helping him out of captivity, the two team up and to make their way out of the castle through the underground waterway. After a dangerous ascent up the castle's towers, they meet Hyrule Princess Zelda. Uh, she tells Wolf Link that, unbeknown to the rest of the world, the monarchy of Hyrule has been overthrown by Zant, a powerful Twily who calls himself the King of Twilight. 
His plan is to cover the whole expanse of Hyrule in Twilight, merging Hyrule and his kingdom, the Twilight Realm, into one land under his rule. A Zelda's guard soon arrives to check on Zelda and Midna, uh, and Midna transports Link back to the Orda uh, Ordana province. Uh, here, after taking a sword and shield from the residents of the Ordon village, uh, a strange voice from the spirit spring beckons him and Midna to it. The spirit of Ordana, uh, one of the light spirits, tells him that Zant has covered up the provinces of Hyrule in Twilight and cursed the other light spirits. In order for Link to disband the Twilight, he must retrieve the Tears of Light to restore, to restore all of the light spirits of Hyrule. Uh, Midna also tells Link that in order to stop Zant, the few shadows, ancient artifacts of great power must be recovered. I like how... A, you're able to pronounce everything this week. <laughs> Thanks. It was it was a rough week last week for you. It was. Secondly, I like how this is basically just a rehashing of every Kingdom Hearts episode we've done with Light and Darkness. Pretty much. It's it's just a pretty strong motif in video games, I'm noticing, over the course of doing this podcast. There's always a light and there's always a darkness. All the all the spirits in this game are animals. I forget. Like I what? thought you were gonna say anime. I gotta be honest. I mean, I was well like be. picturing like, like an anime schoolgirl who's just like, Link, you gotta save the darkness. And then like, <laughs> the the ninjas from Naruto is one of them. And then like another one's like a pirate from One Piece. I don't know anime. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Some of them got cat ears. One Piece. I feel like one's a monkey. It's Diddy Kong. It's just Diddy Kong. Easter eggs. Aha, uh -huh, one is a monkey. I think it's like a monkey, a snake, a bird, a wolf thing. You're the wolf. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, there is a monkey. I knew there was a monkey. <laughs> I remembered the monkey. I remembered there was a monkey. Link enters the twilight where strange monsters appear and the humans of the light world appear as spirits. Glowing orbs unable to see Link, who is now in the form of a sacred wolf. After restoring Farron... Okay, can we talk about something real quick? Mm. So, I've been watching a lot of Dark Souls lore on YouTube. Someone... There's, there's a bunch, but mostly Vadi Vidya. Yeah. A great YouTuber who does some of the best Dark Souls lore out there. Of course, Dark Souls lore is all speculative, because there's... We'll, we'll tackle Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. But, One day. But Dark Souls is all speculative. There is a group in Dark Souls called the Farron Knights, or, and there's an area called Farron. It's felt almost exactly like this. So whenever I see Farron in this, I'm thinking like, like the Farron Knights, like Artorias. And I know it's speculative whether Artorius is a Farron Knight. Go fuck yourself. I don't give a <laughs> shit. It's just what I'm seeing in my head while I do this. So, fucking, fuck you. Yeah. I can't wait to do Dark Souls. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna just be saying, fuck you, this is what I think. <laughs> After restoring Farron, the light spirits of the Farron Keep province, whatever. I'm saying keep because that's a place in Dark Souls. Link. <laughs> Receives the very garments once worn by the hero of time himself. He then enters and defeats the enemies inside the forest temple, recovering the first fused shadow. He travels out of the Farron Keep into the Elden Province and enters the Twilight. 
He then finds the kidnapped children of Ordon Village and Kakariko Village. However, due to the fact that he is in the Twilight Realm, they cannot see him. After restoring the light spirit uh, Elden, Link reunites with the lost children. However, he discovers that Ilya is not among the children in the village. From out of nowhere, Link's horse Epona dashes into the village with two Bulbins riding her back. Sacred and wild, or scared and wild, Epona throws off the Bulbins but does not stop running. After Link successfully tames uh, the distraught horse, um, Renato, the shaman of the Kakariko village, tells Link that the Gorons of Death Mountain have recently been warding off outsiders and that there has only been one human that could defeat a Goron with brute strength, Mayor Bo. Link then sets out for uh, Ordon village and after informing the residents that the children are okay, talks to the mayor. The mayor is distraught to find that Ilya is not with them, uh, but helps Link by teaching him how to sumo wrestle. Then gives him the iron boots, his secret to defeating the Gorons. Stop. You sumo wrestle in this game? You gotta sumo wrestle a Goron. I don't know why I've never played this game. This <laughs> sounds fucking great. Edgy wolf link, and I also get the sumo wrestler. I wrestle a rock. A rock man? A rock man. I get to go sumo wrestle the mm, fantastic thing. <laughs> Fantastic thing from the Fantastic Four. From the Fantastic Four or What? The movie Fantastic Force. Oh. <laughs> that really, really bad one. Yeah. Why you I yeah. I had to explain food fight to someone at work the other day. Oh god, how did that go? They were, they were talking about Charlie Sheen. I'm like, yeah, but have you seen the best movie Charlie Sheen's ever been in? <laughs> So I had to explain, like, this movie had a budget of this million dollar, uh, $12 million budget. No, it's higher than that. It was like a $64 million budget. And this is what we got. I was just so happy explaining Food Fight to people. What was his reaction? He was just like, this is insane. And I'm like, I know, it's awesome. Food Fight's awesome. I love that movie. It's so bad. It really is. Uh, Link then returns to Kakariko Village and walks up the trail to Death Mountain, fighting off Gorons and Bulbin. Um, after winning the respect of the proud Goron people by defeating uh, Gorkoron in a sumo match thanks to the Iron Boots Mayor Bo gave him, the Elder tells Link that the reason for the Goron's sudden distrust of the people of people of, of outside their race stems from the... Donald uh, Trump. From an incident. No, wait, that's that's us. Never no, mind. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, from an incident uh, involving their uh, patriarch, Darbus. Donald Trump. Dar Darbus. Oh, okay. Different D name. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, no, this just sounds really familiar. Darbus and the other Goron elders. Congress. <laughs> wait, this... <laughs> 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 Sorry, I try not to keep this podcast political. I'm I'm a politically minded person, and I try not to bring that into this podcast. But really, I couldn't, I couldn't not. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Darbus and the other Goron elders had entered the Goron mines to investigate um, the sudden change in the otherwise calm volcanic mountain. However, Darbus had touched the treasure the Gorons had vowed to keep safe, the Fused Shadow, and had become a shadow monster. 
Link enters the Goron Mines, uh, breaks the curse of the of their patriarch, and retrieves the second fused shadow. That's all we gotta do, huh? <laughs> Sorry. You just gotta find a fused shadow. We gotta go find the fused shadow. I would bet money. We gotta sumo wrestle a guy with iron boots, and then go find the fused shadow. Yeah, who... What would the fused shadow be? Like, Detroit? I mean, it explain a lot about why Detroit's the way it is. I and like, I don't think it's and an like why, city. and like why, why the the country just ignores it because there's a fused shadow under it. Oh, it's under. I thought you just meant the entire city. Yeah, no, it's under. Detroit's Detroit's it's all shadow. <laughs> it's, all, it's all it's all just a rough place. <laughs> <It's> scary. <laughs> Lincoln Midnight into the Lenaru province, uh, the last of the provinces covered in twilight. With the help of Wolf Link's keen senses, they track down Ilya's smell to Hyrule Castle. Here they find Ilya in the care of Telma, a barmaid. The two have found, this is the beginning of every D&D campaign. <laughs> um, the, the two have found the young prince of the Zora who has fallen ill. Link eventually learns of troubles in Zora's domain and finds that Lake Hylia is nearly empty, and the cave where the light spirit Lenaru, Lenaru dwells is inaccessible. Isn't that the name of one of the dragons in Breath of the Wild, Lenaru? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. He travels north to the source of Hyrule's rivers, and he discovers that the source has been frozen solid. Midna and Link go back to Death Mountain to find a large fiery rock that they had previously encountered. And Midna uses her powers to teleport that rock to the frozen water, effectively melting the ice. When this happens, the spirit of the recently killed Zora Queen, Rutella, appears and tells Link of a treasure of the Zora that will allow him to enter the lake bed temple at the bottom of Lake Hylia. However, first, she requests that Link heal her son. Link approaches the light spirit and gathers all the tears of light, disbanding the last of the twilight. The light spirit, Lenaru, tells Link about the interlopers. Let me stop on the interlopers for a minute. Yeah, go ahead. The interlopers are, like, when it comes to Zelda timeline theories, the interlopers are pain in the ass. Because they could mean so many different things for so many different things. Like, it, it's really problematic when you, you dive in and how nonspecific they were about what an interloper is. Interlooper. But no, yeah, they're like, just kind of there. You don't know why. And, and you don't know a lot about them. It's very soulsy. We're like, they'll just name drop this really important thing and never address it again. Yeah. Like, isn't, isn't that right, Dark Souls? <laughs> it's never Are right. you ever going to tell us more about the deep? The, 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 the deep that Aldrich serves? Um, are you ever going to tell us about the profaned flame again? No. No, you're going to come out with a new DLC about the painted world. I don't need to hear it. None of these words matter to you. Nope. I'm just saying syllables nope. and yep. you don't know any of this shit. Yep. I will one day. But not now. Um, Nick, you're going to be able to play all of them on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, they have twos on four. Yeah. I mean, I'm not getting one on four. Yeah, but you, you could. I could, or I could get it on my Switch. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy that one twice, by the way. Of course you are. Because <laughs> I want to play it on release. 
I can wait. Um, yeah, so the interlopers are ancestors of the Twi'le. Uh, they had, with their powerful magic, tried to conquer the sacred realm and establish uh, dominance over it. A war broke out, and fearing their destructive power, the goddesses commanded the uh, three of the light spirits to um, seal away the interlopers. They also created the Mirror of Twilight, an instrument with which to banish the wicked uh, to the Twilight Realm. This mirror could also be used as an entrance to the Twilight Realm. Um, the two travel back to Hyrule Castle Town, but find that Ilya has lost her memory. Uh, Telma tells her the tells the pair that in order for the Zora Prince to be healed, he must be taken to uh, Renato, the shaman of the Kakariko village. It sounds just like going to the same three places twice and just over and over. Me? Yeah, I don't know if I'd like this one. What the fuck just fell? The paper just fell? Maybe. Is it like a note from the beyond? Is my future self dropping a note saying... Get out of podcasting while you still can. The <laughs> podcasting apocalypse is upon us. The pod, the apocalypse, the, pod, the, the, the apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> the imminent apocalypse. I feel like if that's not a name for a podcast, it should be. TM 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 TM. Fuck you. Um. They decide to transport him on a carriage through the dangerous route of uh, Lake Hylia through uh, southern Hyrule Field to Kakarika Village. Link, on his uh, faithful mare, def uh, defends them and makes, sh makes uh, sure that they make it s safely back to the Kakarika Village. Not a very fun segment. Oh, really? <laughs> um, after the prince You're is trying to tell me that this game's escort mission sucked? Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> Shocked. Escort missions always suck. <clears throat> uh, after the prince is brought safely to the closed-down hotel, uh, Rutella appears before Link once more and thanks him for his heroic deed. She shows Link uh, a secret tomb in Kakariko Graveyard where the Zora armor, which allows Link to breathe underwater, is stored. She gives him this and, knowing her son is safe, passes on. Link travels to the Lake Bed Temple and retrieves the final few shadow and is ready to battle Zant. However, when Link and Midna are transported back to Lenaru's cave, Zant, the Urs the Usurper King, that's my name. I'm now the Usurper King. Because that's just cool. <laughs> it's just got a lot of U's. Well, what Usurper means like... Let me get the definition of Usurper real quick. Oh, look, I was looking at pictures of Moon Knight. Actually, I'm going to show you that picture of Moon Knight. Look at that one. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's fucking dope. It's fan, it's fan art. And I'm just like, damn, it's pretty fucking cool Moon Knight fan art. Usurper is an illegitimate or controversial claim to power. Claimant to power. So he's claiming that he's king, but he's not. And I kind of dig it. <laughs> dig it. Um, the usurper king. Uh, oh, fuck, I'm reading, I'm reading this all over. However, when Lincoln Midna are transported back to Leonardo's cave, Zant, the usurper king, appears and mocks their pathetic attempts at foiling his plans. After taking the few shadows, he curses Link to remain as Wolf Link and exposes Midna to Leonardo's light, 
mortally injuring the Twilight. Link carrying the dying Midna on his back desperately makes his way back to Hyrule Castle to meet Princess Zelda, who is the only one with the healing powers to save Midna. Princess Zelda tells them that the only way to break the curse on Link is to travel to the Sacred Grove, deep within Farron Woods, which is actually a place in Dark Souls, and cleave the curse with the legendary ba Blade of Evil's Bane, the Master Sword, which lays sleeping there. Then, out of knowledge that Midna has the power to save Hyrule, she essentially sacrifices her own life to save Midna, bestowing her spirit upon the dying Twilight, healing her in the process. They journey back to Faron Woods, and after withstanding the trials of the woods, finally discover the sacred grove. Link touches the sword and is restored to his Hylian form. Uh, when the small stone Xant used to place the curse flies out of his body, uh, Midna decides to keep the stone as it can be used to turn Link into a wolf whenever they want. She then explains that the only way to defeat Xant is with the Master Sword and the fabled Mirror of Twilight. They travel to the distant Gerudo Desert and ascend the Arbiter's Grounds. At the top of the desert structure, they discover the Mirror of Twilight. However, it has been broken into four pieces by Xant. The ancient sages, guardians of the mirror, appear and show Link what has happened in the past. After committing a horrible crime, Ganondorf, the evil king of the Gerudos, has been captured and brought to the Arbiter's Ground to be tried. He was put on trial and found guilty and was to be executed. However, due to the powers he arbitrarily received from, the, from a supposed divine being, he survived the executioner's blade, rose to his feet, and killed the water sage. Uh, the remaining of the sages then sealed Ganondorf inside the Twilight Realm. The sages then tell Link that Xant had failed to destroy the mirror, which could only be destroyed by the one true ruler of Twilight. Distressed, Zant sent, three missing, sent the three missing mirror shards to different corners of Hyrule to be protected by his evil followers. I've seen the cutscene where Ganondorf goes hard, because I really like Ganondorf as a villain. Oh, that scene's great. Yeah, and Ganondorf goes hard. I, you know, I like the fact that they never said what horrible crimes Ganondorf did, but we all know it was the plot of Ocarina. Um, yeah. Like, that's just what happens, because this is in the... Childhood timeline, it's the first game of the childhood timeline after Majora's Mask. So basically, he's being tried for the crimes that he committed before the he took over Hyrule, so he never ended up taking over Hyrule. Yeah. But but Gandorf goes fucking hard. Yeah, it really does. It's I, great. I love I love Twilight Princess Ganondorf. I'm I'm glad that Twilight Princess Ganondorf has become the kind of de facto this is what Ganondorf looks like. Yeah. Um, like even well, guess what he looks like in Smash and stuff. Yeah, it's just he looks so damn cool. Yeah, he looks like a fucking evil king, which fits perfectly uh, as as he should. Um, in Sopik ruins, Link and Midna realize the true power of the Mara shards. When Yeto's wife Yetta, oh that would get annoying, is transformed into an ice monster by looking into the mirror, creating the dungeon's boss. Yep. Midna decides they need to find the remaining two shards more quickly so uh, more people don't fall to them. Even after Link and Midna retrieve the other two mirror shards from the Snow Peak ruins and the Temple of Time, Ilya still has not regained her memory. Link, with the help of Darbus, discovers an abandoned village which has, which had been hidden for quite some time. Link has to fight some uh, boblins, and once 
and once all of them are defeated, Link discovers a woman still in the village. She is an elderly lady named uh, Impaz. Um, and the last remaining Sheikah in Hyrule. With Impaz's help, Ilya's memory is restored, and she has spent some time, uh, as she has spent some time with her. Impaz uh, helps Link to the uh, city in the sky where the final mirror shard is. Um, After discovering the city in the sky, Link and Midna travel back to the Arbiter's grounds and reassemble the mirror. You fight some, like, fucking dragon thing up there, too. That's neat. But yeah, you gotta, like, you gotta, like, hookshot around him, though. Like, you gotta be in the air, and, like, there's, like, flying things in the air, and you gotta, like, hookshot around. But, like... That's still cool, though. The hookshot's cool. usually pretty cool in games. Yeah. I'd say out of my... Out of all the, the Zelda items, I'd say the hookshot's probably my favorite, so... Yeah, this one has, like... Makes me feel like Spider-Man. Has, like, the, the top... The spinning top... Oh, yeah. ...that you stand on. There's, like, a giant wrecking ball. Yeah. And there's, like, a... Like, a staff that lets you control... Like statues. Okay. Speaking of Hyrule Warriors, all of these are choices of weapons for Link and Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I knew I knew the top was and the You can only get the top from amiibos though. You have to use the Link amiibo. Ooh. Um, I got one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, seven Link amiibos. I think I'll be good. I think I'll get the top. <laughs> I think I think I got the top. Wait. Eight. I forgot my Wolf Link amiibo. Ironically oh, yeah. enough, I have the amiibo, but I don't own the game. Yeah. I don't. I have a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they travel uh, to the Twilight Realm and infuse the Master Sword with uh, souls, the Twilight Realm's equivalent of the sun. Uh, armed with this new power, they invade Zant's Palace of Twilight. Here it is revealed that Midna is the Twilight Princess, the destined ruler of the Twilight. She admits to originally attempting to use Link as a means of getting her kingdom back, but grew to care for him. This only strengthens their resolve, and they confront the wicked usurper king, Zant. Zant reveals that he had tried to become the true Twilight King, but was passed over with Midna being chosen as the ruler instead. This decision made Zant go into a crazed rage, and then, and it was then when he met Ganondorf. Um, he told Zant that he was a god and could give Zant all the power he could ever want. However, this was a ploy by, uh, by Ganondorf to help him regain his power and escape the Twilight Realm. With his newly found strength, uh, Zant transforms Midna into an imp form and overthrew the banner of the King of Twilight. After this revelation, a fierce battle between Link and Zan ensues. After a long and hard battle, Zan is defeated. However, he reveals to the pair that has that as long as his apparent god uh, Ganondorf exists, Zan can be resurrected. Minda then uses uh, her own power to kill him. This is this is dark. It's a dark game. I like it literally. Um, <clears throat> using the power of the fused shadow, Minda tears away the barrier that blocked Hyrule Castle. After battling through a horde of enemies, they find Ganondorf in the flesh, sitting on the throne of Hyrule Castle with the lifeless body of Princess Zelda suspended in midair above him. The ever-confident Dark Lord possesses Zelda's body and attacks Link. Link eventually defeats the possessed Princess Zelda and Midna uses the power of the fused shadow to destroy the control Ganondorf has over the princess, at the same time restoring Zelda's life. 
Enraged Ganondorf turns into the, his beast form of Ganon. After his defeat in this form, Ganondorf transforms into a large ball of dark magic smoke with his face on it. So he becomes the dirty bubble? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Pretty much. Uh, Midna chooses to fight him alone and teleports Link and Zelda to the safety of Hyrule Field. From the field, Link and Zelda witness a huge explosion from the direction of Hyrule Castle. The castle had been destroyed. Suddenly, Ganondorf appears on his dark horse holding Midna's helmet, indicating her defeat. He crushes the helmet, possibly implying that the power of the fused shadow had been undone. He crushes the helmet, possibly implying that the powers of the fused shadow have been undone, and charges at Link and Zelda together with his phantom riders. However, before Ganondorf manages to slay them, Zelda uses her holy powers to summon the light spirits. The spirits bestow upon her the sacred arrows of light. Link and Ganondorf then battle each other on horseback. Ultimately, Ganondorf falls in battle, only to rise once more and challenge Link to a battle of swordplay. At the end of their duel, Link stabs Ganondorf with the Master Sword, using the ending blow. He rises to his feet, the sword still protruding from him, and says that the history of light and shadow will be written in blood before he dies. Oh. Before he dies, Ganondorf has a vision of Zant's neck snapping, symbolizing that with his death, Zant is now forever dead as well. Yeah. It's a fucking metal ending. <laughs> yeah, right? I really like the ending of this game. It was cool. It's very uh, dark for a Zelda game, but... Yeah, I think that's why I liked it, because it was different. It was, it was very, like, like... I like how you, like, you fight Zant, and then you fight possessed Zelda, and then you fight Ganon, like, a bunch of times. And then you fight Ganondorf, and then... And you fight Ganon, and... The dirty bubble and the dirty bubble. <laughs> Just like so so having never seen the visual aspect of this game and only only do going through it like this, all I pictured when I saw that was the dirty bubble. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, get under that rock you live under, Patrick. <laughs> get from out under that rock. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Yeah. Rocks. That <laughs> uh so like we like to end every episode. Uh, Nick, what have you been playing? Um, I'm going to surprise everybody inside God of War. Yeah, we're all really shocked. Wow. Wow. I beat, I beat it. I beat the story. Uh-huh. And you haven't yet. No. So I really can't talk about it. No. Um, and so I beat the story, and I'm just doing stuff at the end. I'm doing the secret bosses, which Josh doesn't know about, so I'm not going to say what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing the the two realms that you had to unlock by fighting ciphers. Muspelheim and Niflheim. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing those. Um, Muspelheim was fun. Again, I don't want to say what you do there. Um, I just you I'm at these the, one of the secret bosses at the end of that, so I'm I'm at that point. And there's one in Niflheim too, but I'm not at that point because Niflheim sucks, and I don't. And uh, have you? Did you go to Niflheim? No. No, okay. I, I'm one. I'm one away from unlocking. So I'm not gonna say how that world works either, or that realm works. But I greatly I, dislike. Niflheim. And I'm probably gonna hate it more. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I loved God of War. I have like things I was disappointed with, but like I get it. But like I'm still disappointed. But I can't really go into detail. We vaguely talked about the fact that we you never end up going to Asgard. 
Yeah. Which like I kind of expected actually from this game. Um Yeah, that's one of the the disappointments I had was that you didn't go to all nine realms. You don't go to Asgard and you don't go to um Svetelheim. Sf- Sf- yeah, that one. Whatever. I don't even think I pronounced that right. Mm-hmm. Schwettenheim, I think maybe. <laughs> Fucking Nordics. But uh I mean I still enjoyed the hell out of the game. The the final boss fight was fucking dope, even though I didn't realize there was the final boss fight when I was doing it. And that's probably part of my issue with that I have with the game. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it ended way sooner than I thought it would, but like I kind of get why it ended. I mean, I'm guessing you probably fight... Uh, uh, spoilers, maybe. I'm, I'm guessing that you kind of fight Balder as the final boss, but... But yeah, I mean, we can talk about more when you when yeah. you get to that point, and that can explain my uh, my feelings and my thoughts more. But that's pretty much what I what I've been doing. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of people remember God of War three. You don't. No. So this isn't you specifically, but a lot of the complaints people are having about how unsatisfying maybe this game may feel at the end is a lot of people are remembering God of War three. Uh, and God of War 3 was just uh, the game developers blowing their heavy load all over the face, neck, and chest of anyone playing the game. Because you kill all the gods in God of War 3, right. you kill the rest of them in 3. Yeah. You killed, like, Ares in the first one, and you killed, like... Like, I, I think you might have killed one or two in the second, but, like, the more important thing was that, like, Zeus kills Athena. And then stabs you. And then, like, oh, no, what'll happen now? And then, like, you live. And then God of War 3 rolls around, and you're just like, ah, fuck it, let's kill 30. <laughs> like, Give all of them. Let it, let it just be from boss fight to boss fight. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anything else? Just God of War? Eh, a little bit of Darkest Dungeon. I, uh... I saw you on that the other day. Yeah, I was messing around. I've been messing around with it. I did, like, a, like initial play run where I was just getting a feel for the game. And then I restarted because I lost a lot of good people, uh-huh. our characters, our characters I like. So now that I got a feel for the game, I restarted and I've I've kept like the ones I like. Although I feel like I had way more money in the other one, even though I think I was technically doing worse. And this one, I'm like struggling to get money, but I'm doing better character wise. Yeah. So I'm just like great, but at least my good character, the characters I like, don't are dead. Like my fucking like best team right now is the fucking crusader the flagellant oh the flagellants are so the good the flagellant is so they're, fucking so broken. they're new with the dlc right they're, they're new characters so like when i was first playing darkest dungeon they didn't exist yeah uh and then i didn't play darkest dungeon again until the switch which means i i hadn't i'd been playing it on my psp for a bit when i was uh traveling to like la and stuff but um that was still before that the uh dlc had come to consoles so now that it's finally out on consoles, I'm playing it on my Switch for the first time. So this is the first time I've used a flagellant. Jesus, dude, they are so good. They're ridiculously good. It's like, you don't have to worry about them. It's just like, you attack something, it has bleed. Yeah. That's it. It has bleed. He gets below half, punch something and heal yourself. Yeah, you, or heal somebody else and heal yourself at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's outrageous. Flagellants are so good. The He's only so downside bad. to flagellants is I like using abominations. And you can't use an abomination and a flagellant on the same team, right? Yeah, abominations are fun too, but it's it's those two, uh, plague doctor, doctor, and a uh, um, healer, still, uh, Vestal. Yeah, Vestal. 
Uh, I usually use a grave robber rather than a plague doctor, although the plague doctors are really cool. I just really like grave robbers. Uh, I also like um, who's the? It's a one of the new DLC classes. They have the the glaive. Mm. Like I really like using her. She's fucking great. Yeah, she's really she's really dope too. She's like got a move that pushes her back in the line, then a move that pulls her forward in the line. I was just like, hell yeah, dude, keep moving, girl. I like this. <laughs> you go, girl. But uh, for me, I uh, went on a switch spending spree, so I bought. Naruto, <laughs> um, what is it? Ninja Storm, Ultimate Ninja Storm. Sure, I don't know either. So I bought they they. It was like forty bucks, and you could buy all three of them. I remembered playing one in college, like uh, like we'd get in a dorm and then fight it. And I just like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who these characters are, but I want to be that one. <laughs> like that one looks neat. And then so like that's basically what I'm doing with this game. I'm like running around like. A ninja village is Naruto. I legitimately don't know shit about this game. Good. I just looked at it and I went, yeah, I'm going to make this fun. Oh, God. I'm going to make this fun in my mind. In my mind. <laughs> so I've I've just been... I'm going to be a ninja. The, the only things I know about Naruto are, he says, believe it. <laughs> God, if you like Naruto, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that this is going to be a little bit offensive. Um... Not like I'm making fun of what you like. I, I bought the game. I, I'm interested in it. Um, but I'm just telling you what I know about Naruto. He says believe it. Sakura and Sasuke are two separate characters. And there's a guy named Gara who's a sandbender. And I'm so in on that, dude. Fucking sandbender. Dude, he's cool. So anyway... And then there's a guy named Orochimaru, who I think is one of the coolest names. Yeah, the name's dope. He's like a bad guy who looks like who looks like a, a snake. He's a slippery. He's a snake. Yeah, he's a snake. And his name is Orochimaru, and I'm just like, that's cool. There's also like a a weird guy with white hair who can summon toads. I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm way over my head with this game, but I'm having a blast, and I think that's the important part. I think so too. Um, so I picked that up, and, and I'm having fun with that. I picked up Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Okay. And it's so good. Isn't it? I, I'm not, as we've said before, I'm not super big on platformers. But the Donkey Kong Country games have always felt different than a normal platformer to me. Yeah. And that's why I'm liking this game as much as I am. Yeah, I played I played the, the Wii Donkey Kong Country, and then I played Tropical Freeze on the Wii U, and I had a blast with both of them. Yeah, I'm really liking playing Tropical Freeze. Uh, plus Donkey Kong's just like a really fun character overall. Like he's just a really cool character, real fun. I uh, and it, and it, I was surprised because the original Donkey Kong Country games are rare games. Mm. Um, and I was like, how is Nintendo proper going to do with a Donkey Kong Country game? No, they did a good job, and they they did a very good job. Uh, I I like it a lot. It feels like the old school Donkey Kong Country games. Um, I picked. I have uh. Marvel Lego Super Heroes 2 on my Switch now. Uh, basically, I, I own it for the PS4, but I'm playing through it again. It was on sale, so I picked it up. Playing through it again. Because um, I got all the DLC with it, and I really want to do the Infinity War DLC in Legos. Is there an Infinity War DLC? <sighs> See, after I saw Infinity War, I was like, I kind of want to play a Marvel game. But I feel like there's not really that many good Marvel games. Marvel then, Lego Super Heroes 2. Like, I was like, I'm pretty sure the best 
Marvel game I ever played was Marvel Lego Super Heroes. Let me tell 1. you. Let me tell you the plot for Marvel Lego Super Heroes Two. Kang the Conqueror has gone through time and space and made a planet, and you got to get off of it. So like, you can be walking. Let's let's just say I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna fly from Manhattan. <laughs> I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna fly from Manhattan. I'm gonna go through medieval Europe into Battle Worlds. Into Asgard during Ragnarok, into uh, Manhattan Noir, which is all in black and white, into Hydra Hatton, into Egypt, into an underwater city, into the 2099 world. It's all like you just fly there. That's great. It's so good, Nick. I feel like the Lego games are like the best Marvel games. <laughs> yeah, the DLCs are really pretty solid so far for it. And I, I've they do have an Infinity War one, and uh, but I don't know where the characters are. Usually they'll unlock the characters immediately, and then you go and do the things. But I'm like, where are the Infinity War characters for this game? Because I really want to play Thanos. I would think you'd be in the game. He was in the first one. Yeah. Uh, the first Marvel Lego. Because there was Marvel Lego, and then they did one based off like the movies, and then they did this one, the second Marvel Lego. Yeah, the DLC's out. And, like, the cover for it is fucking Thanos. I mean, makes sense. Like, like, just look at that scene. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got a little Lego gauntlet. Yeah, so, I okay. I kind of want it. Um, here are the uh, characters that are in it as of uh, the spoilers, if you care. Um, so you have Thanos along with the Black Order members, so Proxima Midnight, Cull Obsidian, Corvius Glaive, Ebony Maw, and then you get Teenage Groot and Hulkbuster 2.0. Oof. <laughs> so, it's just, it's just cool. The, the games are really over-the-top and fun. Uh, I always have a, a lot of fun playing these LEGO games. Uh, and then, as we speak right now, I'm downloading uh, The Fractured Butthole, South Park The Fractured Butthole for my Switch. Uh, I never, I own it for the PS4. I never really played it for my PS4 because I wasn't really using my PS4 much. Uh, so I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'll get it on my Switch and play it on the go. Yeah, I played it. It was great. I haven't touched any of the DLC yet. I think those only came out I, I bought the DLC packs for the Switch too. So okay. I, I never bought them for my PS4. But I yeah, I haven't them bought them Switch. yet because I just hadn't got around to Speaking it. of DLC, um... Warmind DLC came out. Yeah. Haven't touched that either yet. Don't give a shit. Okay, cool. Glad we're on the no, same level. Here's the thing. <laughs> I never played... Granted, I never played Osiris. Right. So. Here's the thing. I We both own it. You haven't played Osiris, but we both own it because of the version we bought. Yeah. The version of the game we bought. I'm going to play it. At some point, it is not high on my list. Me neither. Like, I got God of War to finish up. We got Hyrule... Yeah. Dark Souls got pushed for the Switch, so I was going to say we have that, but we don't. I mean, I might still buy that for my PS4 just so I can have all three Dark Souls games and Bloodborne on my PS4. So. I don't care that much. I do. I might be buying Lego Marvel Super Heroes <laughs> Dude, you should. It's so fun, Nick. No, I believe you because the first one was so much fun because I played the first one on my PS3, I think. Pick it up for the pick it up for the Switch. Just like Dude, I I'm telling you, I had such an itch to play a Marvel game when I after I saw Infinity That's War. why I bought this game. I went, yeah, this is going to work. <laughs> I just bought it. <laughs> I just want to run around with his characters. Yeah, dude, it's so fun. 
Like like the fing fang foom. You can and then he grows. Yeah. I um <laughs> Oh Christ. Um but yeah, it's it's good. It's good shit. It's good, it's good shit. But yeah, that, that's the list of shit that I've been playing. Uh, and a little bit of Splatoon. I got the gas mask because I really wanted the gas mask. And uh, I don't know. At this point, I'm just waiting for the Octoling DLC to come out. Yeah. But Splatoon, like, if I'm just feeling a little bit of multiplayer mayhem, I'm just like, yeah, let me go paint some shit. Paint some fucking shit. But yeah, and Future Fight. Uh, it's just Future Fight. I haven't done anything new with that. <laughs> uh, I've just been playing it, grinding it. Uh, I finally finished my Doctor Strange. And I just literally, before we started, tier 2 my Black Widow. Uh, D&D Corner. Uh, we played last night. Um, the fuck did we do? We leveled up, so we're, we're all level 3 now. Yeah. Um, we... So we fixed the bridge. Fixed the bridge. To get out of the... To get out of the town that we're stuck in. And then no one's in the town, so the bandits we're working with are like, hey, go find people. Yeah, go we find the people. there in the caves. People hiding in the caves nearby. Take four of our guys and go, so we, go look for them. So we went in the caves, and they're just swamped. So we're fighting, what was it? It was ten goblins at first? Ten goblins and an ogre? Yep, ten so goblins and an ogre. So you and I went to go fight the ogre. Uh, the four guys from... Uh, the, the the four bandits went right. Two of our party members went left, and our rogues snuck and tried to steal the weapons. Um, the she couldn't steal the weapon, so I ran in yelling, "What do you want written on your tombstone?" And went into rage mode and just kicked the shit out of this thing. Dropped its head off. We killed a bunch of goblins. However, <laughs> we need to talk about your decision making that I fully support, even though it was probably poor. Right. So there was. <laughs> There was one goblin left, and it was up on a ledge, so our rogue turns to- Our rogue's a halfling. Our rogue's a halfling, so he turns to Josh, who is a half-orc, and goes, throw me. So Josh, so they both roll, and they roll to to throw her and land successfully, like, to attack the goblin. So he throws her, and I go, as he throws her, I do, uh, like, a illusionary effect- of like a firework going off behind her for a visual, a cool visual effect, <laughs> and then stabs the goblin. And our DM goes, "You're gonna light off a fucking firework in a cave." And I go, "Yep." <laughs> and he goes, "Okay." And we kill that goblin. And he goes, "All right, here comes a female orc, a uh, female ogre, and fifteen more goblins." Because we woke up everything else in the cave. Because <laughs> Nick set off a firework as I yelled. <laughs> Oh my god. And then our rogue put every one of them yeah, to sleep. Yeah, so our rogue gained spells because she's an arcane trickster uh, and was able to put everything to sleep. So we had to heal the bandit that wasn't there and I said, you're coming with us. Yeah. So we were able to sneak past everything. We have no idea how we're going to get out. Except you tripped on one. Oh yeah, I tripped. We we rolled like kind of, what is it, a, a sneak, I think. Yeah. And I rolled like a four. So uh, I, I tripped over one goblin and... Bro goes, what are you going to do? I go, I'm going to punch it till it goes back to sleep. <laughs> so I, I ended up punching this goblin to death. As I yelled, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, and he's like, all right, you're punching it till it sleeps, so you have to roll for damage. And then he rolls. I rolled like a nat 20, and then plus my strength bonuses. Yeah. He's just like, how do you finish it? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, but yeah, it was fucking hilarious. So now we're like trapped in the in the cave with like all these things just woken up 
Yeah, well, we're on the other side. Yeah. But, like, we're running. We're not staying yeah. around. Sleep spells in D&D only last for one minute, so we, we were booking it out of there. So, uh, yeah, that's the story about how um, a bunch of bandits uh, are, are now hanging out with, like, this just dysfunctional group of people that are just degenerating over time. We're just degenerating to stereotypes. Like, Josh is just degenerating into, like, an idiot. And an I'm an just idiot who's real good at punching things. And I'm just deter- I'm just turning into, like, fuck it and doing Nick, whatever the fuck comes to my head. Nick has become our fuck it pyromancer. <laughs> I, you're not even a pyromancer. You're a shadow sorcerer. I know. You just like blowing shit up. Yeah. Um, Megan's Ranger just hates everything. Including me. Yep. Um, our our rogue is just kind of fuck it too, but kind of fuck it sneaky fuck it. Yeah, but like fuck it, like I'm just gonna benefit myself. Fuck it. Yeah, she like isn't helping us at all, and it's actually working well for her character. <laughs> yeah. I our bard's doing very well. <laughs> yeah. She's doing great. Uh, but we are just degenerating as this is going on. I, I posted a picture in our, our group for D&D. It was a picture of uh, the fellowship before before they left. Uh, and um, it was like how most D&D groups start. And then it was a picture of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. How most D&D groups end. I go, we're getting there. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my God. But yeah. So good shit. You you gotta make it fun. I do. I want to go through our list of like just some of our our comments because uh, I went through it last time we did it and it, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. So um, besides, what do you want written on your tombstone that I yelled at an ogre as I went into rage mode? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Facebook shared a link. We understand the importance of keeping your data safe. Oh, do you? <laughs> Really? Are you sure? Uh, so first off, I'm, I'm looking in the group, and, and our dungeon master had said uh, he's canceling D&D. So he was mad at us. Yes. He was mad at us yesterday. So again, I asked someone if they want to see Longo, and I got punched in the face. Um, we're talking about our uh, Hunter's Panther, because she's a Beastmaster now. It probably hates you, and I think our Hunter's fine with it, talking to me. Yeah. Where does it come from? Where does it go? The next Panther's name is Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> um, I feel like you're becoming more stupid and I'm becoming more fuck it. Uh, Mr. Longsword McFuckMe. <laughs> I don't remember why I said that. Yeah, but yeah, I just, it's there. Um, the, we have the, the stalagmite that bro could not pronounce. Yeah, he couldn't pronounce. So we're in a cave, so there's a lot of stalactites and stalagmites. And he could not pronounce either of those. Um, uh, and then we have this, uh, this is why we stopped playing D&D yesterday, because I pissed off our dungeon master. I was saying, why does she get a panther? I want a pet. <laughs> oh, because, <laughs> because I was looking at the pets, and I was like, I was like, can I have a whale? Oh, no, you said No, I like, said that. I was like, can I have a... I you what. wanted a shark. No, I, somebody, yeah, I asked for some ridiculous pet, he's like, no. I was so, like, can I have this? No. So mine are, can I have a whale? Can I have a stegosaurus? Can I have a brontosaurus? Can I have a plesiosaur? Can I have a zombie? Can I have a skeleton? Can I have a panther? She got a panther. <laughs> can I get a black bear? And then he just goes, we're done. <laughs> He's like, we're done playing. So needless to say, I don't got a pet, but we're still going to try to resurrect Longo. Yeah. Just so I could have Longo's head. 
the best part, what I think will be the best part, is if we somehow succeed in resurrecting Lago's head. God, that's like mine and your goal. Yeah, that's our secret goal. If we you, somehow, because you have the head, and I will, and I'm probably the most yeah. one to, f- to figure out how to do if it. If we can find a way to resurrect Longo's head, I don't speak a goblin, but I am gonna talk to this thing all the time. When I speak goblin, <laughs> I cannot fucking wait for this dynamic. <laughs> It'll be like the dynamic that we just figured out amongst uh, your spectral dog thing. Oh yeah. So I am an ancestral guardian barbarian. My background is that my uh, sister was killed and I'm slowly on a uh, quest for revenge, whatever. So my sister is my ancestral guardian that helps me. Only I can see my sister because ethereal plane stuff. You have a new spell that makes it so you can summon a spectral wolf dog thing. Yeah. And that um, nobody can see. That but nobody me. can see but you, but can see into the can see in the ethereal plane. Yeah. So my sister can see your dog. Your dog can see my sister. I can't see your dog. You can't see my sister. I cannot wait for this dynamic to play out. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, yeah, it's things like that that, like, you and I are just kind of, like, in-game, you and I, our characters have bonded. Yeah. Like, we just hang out a lot in-game. Yeah. We just became friends. We just became friends because we're both probably psychopaths on some level. Probably. So it, it's just I feel, and I feel really like well. we're like on different ends of like the intelligence and spectrum because like I'm more of like like a sage and like I read a lot and yeah. get like a lot of my information from that like that's how I learned to this hound spell is like and the last time we played we went to a library and I was like can I pick books to learn spells and then you just have like and no my exact reaction was my character can't read common <laughs> like it was just. <laughs> Like, when we went into the cave and there was a sign, he's like, what does the sign say? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think it's working out to our advantage. Yeah. I, I think agree. it's fun. I agree. Um, Yeah, so that's that's our Dungeons & Dragons corner. Uh, other than that, I got nothing. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, uh, you can follow us, uh, you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's it. That is it. That is all. All right. See you next time. Later, folks. Bye. Love you. Oh, my fucking God. We got to throw shit. My defense. I thought it was land on my ottoman. You don't gotta throw shit. You don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should probably unplug that. Are you over there? Even though that's not... I know that's not why you went over there. Because you immediately grabbed your phone before I said that. Just addicted to my phone is all. Just addicted. Yes. Would you like to comment? It's just ridiculous. I get why I'm, I get, I'm right. I get no. I 100% get why you did it. It's just funny. What's what's what do you think is funny? What's funny about my my water with my ice and my straw? What, just, what's so fucking funny about it? You just came down and just poured a water bottle into a glass of ice and then drinking out of it with a bendy straw. What? How's that funny? I want. 
They want, they want, they want ice to clink everywhere. Josh, I didn't say I didn't get it. I get it. We're going to record this podcast or what? Waiting on you. You fucking played around with your water. I'm not playing around. I'm, I'm just drinking my beverage. And your straws. You're just playing around with your water and your straws. Mm. After restoring the light spirit. But, oh, fuck me. Link carries the dying Midna on his back. Desperately uh, makes his... Fuck. Here... It is revealed that Minda is the Twilight Prigness. 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 I would like you to say that again. She's the Prigness. She's the Prigness. It's like when I was drunk trying to explain things. Oh, you gotta go get the Twilight Prigness. And once you get the Twilight Prigness, you can defeat Grant. Grant. What do you want with your sandwich? Prigness. I want Prigness with my sandwich. I'm fucking to my sandwich. Just reminds me of how Don Vito talked in Viva La Bam. <laughs> Rest in peace.